Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Locust Golden Hour podcast. My name is Christina. And I'm Lena. This podcast is about sharing stories, advice, tips, and all things surrounding university and student life. Today, we're joined by a special OCA guest to talk about what it's like to be an OCA and why you should join the Locust team. Jack, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Jack. I'm one of the Locust OCAs. Awesome. Cool. Thanks for being here. Oh, no worries. Thanks for having me. We are so excited, and if you don't know, um, Jack is also a podcast host. Go check out mm-hmm. his podcast. Um, we stole an icebreaker game from when we came on to his podcast, um, and we were there for an episode. Um, essentially, we'll just say some facts, and then it'll be true or false, and Jack has to guess them. So I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. This will be all about Locust and the Lori community. So we're going to test your knowledge here, Jack. Um, So you're just going to say if it's true or false. And if you're listening, maybe you want to play along. So our first um, kind of question, comment, statement, whatever, is that the first mascot back in 2002 for Locust before the Lynx was a lemur. Ooh. Ah, because I feel like I feel like they would have the issue of trying to think of animals that start with like L. I feel like ah, oh. when I think of L animals, I go straight to lemur. So I'm gonna say that that is true. That's my final guess. answer. Final answer. That is actually false. It has oh. always been a lynx. So I'm glad we kind of stumped you there because we were just trying to think Good. of like different animals. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's always been a lynx. Nice. <laughs> we were thinking of other L animals too. We were like, llama? Mm-hmm. Yeah. seems convincing. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Our next fact is the Brantford campus opened its doors in 1999 with 39 students in its inaugural year. I don't really know anything about the Brantford campus, to be honest. Um, okay, nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go purely off the logic that the last one was false. I think that this one is true. Yeah, it's true. Oh. <laughs> 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 Only 39 students in its opening year. Really? Crazy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. That's Please. very fun. Um, that's really great detecting skills there, Jack. Um, our next statement here, I'm sorry if I butcher this, this is in Latin. Veritas omnia vincit, aka in English, it's translated as truth conquers all, is Laurier's motto or slogan. Mm-hmm. Now this one, I actually know this one. I know that this is true because a few of the OCAs had like an escape room event and one of the like one of the clues on it was what the motto is and it was a big issue of how do we pronounce it uh, oh. so that that is true that is the motto of Laurier that is very true I'm, I'm very glad you knew that um <laughs> I feel like I don't know I feel like the average Laurier student maybe not but with all of the trivia and the escape rooms, I guess mm-hmm. that's. I'm glad you do know that, and it is true. <laughs> or you know when you attend events. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ready for the next one? Yeah. All right. So the quad on the Waterloo campus was a pit stop for the Amazing Race Canada in 2019. Ooh. That was my grade 12 year, so I was not here yet. I feel like they could totally do that have like a big university 
be it. I am going to say that is true. I think that totally makes sense to me. It was a trick question, actually, because <gasps> the Amazing Race Canada did go to the Laurier's Waterloo campus, except it was the University Stadium. Not oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's yeah. good. Well done. We just swapped a little word <laughs> <Ooh>. there. <laughs> well, awesome. Awesome. Well, those were all of our icebreaker questions. Thanks for playing, Jack. I think you did a really great job. Um, but let's just get into it. Um, just right into it with a with our podcast episode today. So, before we hop into you know what OCs do and talk about more about um, why people should join the team, let's first talk about Locus in general. You know what is Locus? Um, I guess like what our role is. So, Jack, do you want to just start us off explaining? You know what is the Locus program? Yeah, so it's like, um, it's really a way for students who aren't in residence to still be involved and have that kind of first year uni experience. Um, with COVID, I was off campus my first year. And so that's how I really got into it. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And it's, it's nice to like, still be able to just be a part of the community. Like, I remember being told, like, to get the full universe experience, you have to go to residence in your first year. But it's mm. that's not true. Yeah, there's like mm -hmm. Locus exists, and I think Laurier is one of the only universities I think in Ontario that has a program this mm -hmm. big, like to this extent, um, mm -hmm. for first year off-campus students. So you can definitely still have that good experience. And for those of you who don't know. LOCUS stands for Laurier Off-Campus University Students. I'm sure you know. If you're listening to this podcast, you know, but yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then speaking about, you know, an off-campus advisor, what is an off-campus advisor? What do they do? Maybe people listening probably know. They probably have one. Um, but essentially, Jack, what, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. Um, I do, like, a lot of, like, events with my students. That's kind of our thing. The bit, Whenever I, like, explain it to my friends who don't go to Laurier, I usually say it's like a floor don, but for off-campus students. Like, when you're a residence, you have, like, your RA, your don, or your soft at Western. It's kind of like that, but for, like, a group of off-campus students. So, yeah, we pretty much, we run a couple events every month. And then even like within Locus, we have all of our super fun stuff that like we will all do together. We have like Hawk Weekend. We have like all these crazy events that pop up. And uh, yeah, it's 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 a, it's a great experience like being an OCA and also having an OCA is a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I was also a Locus student in my first year and I loved it so much. I applied to be an OCA my second year. Here I am, my third year as a virtual programming coordinator, as a, a part of the exec team. I feel like, um, you know, it's a really passionate group of people, really great program. Um, so I'm super happy to hear that, you know, people like like the program, obviously, as a, as a student. But then also, I see I find that a lot of our students become OCAs later on, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah. I wasn't even a locus student in my first year. I lived on residence, but um, I was still interested in locus because I thought it was a cool Thing to have at the school mm -hmm. so I joined it as an OCA in second year and then here we are as virtual program coordinators in my third yeah. year now so <laughs> <laughs> um what inspired everyone because you know we all applied to be I guess OCAs in our second year what inspired everyone to to join and and become an OCA yeah I um I was on arts council my first year and I was like the locus rep for arts council so i had that and then i had like my house council too 
and that was like full of locust people like the venn diagram of like people i interacted with on house council and people i interact with in locust is almost a circle like it's they were kind of intermixed and then with that they were just like hey we're starting to open up oca applications and i went that sounds awesome i'm gonna do it and here i am second year oca amazing <laughs> you know what about you I think you mentioned like you kind of had a similar thing being a locust student. Yeah, I was a locust student on my house council. I was the committee representative for locust six. Hoping I'm remembering that right because it's been a while ago. Locust six and seven, I'm pretty sure. Um, and then you know I had a really great experience. I honestly feel like I met like almost all my friends from Locust, which is really funny. Um, and I know like at the end of the year, I, I was just really interested in continuing that and kind of providing that experience for first years once I was in my second year. So yeah, and then I think my OC also like encouraged me to apply and here I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, like I said, I lived on residence, so I was considering being a Don, like a like an actual like like residence Don that lives in the residence. But um, I realized like that's like not something I wanted to do, especially because in Brantford it's apartment style, so that would mean like living with first years, like actually living with them. <laughs> so um, my art hawks advisor, because I was in the F I was in FYLP, uh, she was a locust Don when she was in back when they were called Locustons, um, when she was in her second year. So she encouraged us to look into it and to join. And she like personally suggested it to me um, after a meeting. And then so I looked into it and I was like, all right, this is what I'm doing. I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's really awesome that like also like anyone can really apply, like literally anyone. Mm -hmm. um, our whole team is made up of people who were in Locust, weren't like, Literally anyone can apply. So if you're listening to this and, you know, you weren't a part of Locus, you can apply to be an OCA as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. when, what's cool, too, is that there's different things you can do within our team. Like, you can be an OCA, so you have, like, your own community that you're sort of responsible for, um, and you make events for them. But, you know, you can always collaborate with other OCAs, too, like, within other communities. Mm -hmm. There's different executive jobs, like Lena and I are virtual programming coordinators. There's the marketing execs. There's like um, house council advisors. I don't know what else, but yeah, there's a lot of different <laughs> things you can do. Yeah, like I do like the Twitch streaming with you guys. And that's a lot of fun doing like OCA. And then I also play Minecraft on the weekends and hit out. Yeah, speaking of that, so Jack, like what are, so let's just say like a week in your life or like a day in like an OCA, like mm -hmm. what are some of your responsibilities, your roles? Like you, you know, you mentioned that you host events for students. Um, what other things do you do other than, you know, I guess focusing on, on that community aspect and, and hosting events? Yeah, I guess there's just like stuff to keep up with. Like there's the occasional like focusing that we got to do, like different like evaluation forms, stuff like that. Just like stuff that we're doing throughout the week to make the program all run smoothly. Uh, maybe I'll check in with my students, um, let them know about anything coming up because we have like, you know, like university, there's dates where like you can drop a course, but you only get like half a refund, like those those kind of dates, try to keep them updated on that, uh, reach out about any events that we got coming up. Uh, and then also like answer any questions. Uh, it's a, like a big thing about being an OC is just like being available 
for your students just to answer any questions. Um, I had someone ask me a question this morning and I'm gonna uh, get back to them after this. <laughs> yeah, I think, I don't know, as an OCA, it's very, your role is very broad. Like there's mm -hmm. a lot of things we do. I mean, we do learn, you know, what our, I guess, our capacity is because obviously we're not a 24 seven like person like we have mm -hmm. our we have boundaries and you know we're just upper year students like we're not um trained in everything right but mm -hmm. um kind of like you were mentioning i think being available for your students to answer any questions that's definitely a big mm -hmm. one because you kind of serve as a mentor a leader role model whatever you want to say um for your students um and it's definitely like a really rewarding um position to, mm -hmm. to be in because i think you kind of develop a really good relationship with your community. Um, and I don't know, I think it definitely has a big impact on students. Yeah, really. I tell all my students to like, all the resources at Laurier are so like intermingled that like, if I'm not the right person to answer a question, I can point you to who the right person is. And same with like any resource, if they're not the right resource, they'll point you towards the right one. It's good to just, mm -hmm. I think what's cool too in our leadership position is that like um, we can keep learning about resources in Laurier too that maybe we didn't know about because a, like a student asks a question and I'm like, actually, I don't know the answer to that. So we go to ask other OCAs or the execs or whoever and someone else may know. So we learn as well, even though we're in a leadership position. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I definitely think there's, there's room for growth um, as a leader. Um, you know, you're getting involved in your second year if that's something like you really want to do. Um, and I think we have a really great team as well in terms of, you know, just the environment. I personally really love going to our team meetings. We have weekly team meetings. Well, there's a there's a schedule to it, but we do have a full team meeting like once every four weeks. And I just love seeing everyone. I feel like the energy here is just really, really great. Mm hmm. We do some staff socials too, like Lena ran one like a couple nights ago where we just learned how to make like, so we use Slack to talk. It's kind of like a business discord. That's how people mm -hmm. would describe it. Yeah. So Lena ran a staff social on how to make little like emoji mm -hmm. things for, for Slack. And it was so yeah. much fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't make it. I was like, oh, that, that sounds awesome being able to make your own little emoticons. Yeah, we made a bunch for like our manager, a bunch of for our team, and I definitely will be showing the rest of the team how to do that, um, who can make it because I think it's amazing. Um, so that kind of shows how our team really operates. Um, we make emojis of each other. Um, yeah, I think it's really fun. <laughs> um, in terms of, you know, being an OCA, Jack, what are, what are the best things about being an OCA? And then on the flip side, I think it's really important to understand like, what are some challenges or like struggles of, you know, that you've experienced so far this year? Mm -hmm. um, as far as the best things, I think there's a lot of support from like your supervisors and your execs. Um, it's easy having such like a broad kind of role. It's easy to feel overwhelmed and feel like you have a lot going on. Um, but your execs are your, the execs and like the, like the leaders and like, Jess and Mitch and Mac, they're great at like, they're great at like taking that very broad idea and confining it to a very like to do list, like a very easy and you go, Oh, that's what I have to do. I have to do those things. Um, and they're, they're really just great to be there for like support. And I guess that does go into um, kind of like the challenges is just like, um, 
it's there's very like normal challenges like time management can be tricky having to fit everything around your school schedule and also any other kind of extracurriculars that, that, that you want to do. Um, and like I said, with just having a lot to do on a regular basis can feel a bit overwhelming. Um, but it's like I said, the support is really there and you really feel it. And it's a really great time. Yeah, for sure. Like it can get overwhelming at times, but um, mm -hmm. like our supervisor and managers like Mitch and Jess and Mac, they always tell us, you know, you have to prioritize school, your schoolwork before Locus. Mm -hmm. So that's like understood like across the board. So the support is always there if you do feel overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I definitely think like our team's really understanding. People are always willing to jump in and help like literally with anything. Um, that also goes to like collaborations, for example, if you're, you know, you have a busier month, like collaboration is always encouraged because that kind of, for the planning, it makes it easier, right? Cause you have to, mm -hmm. you know, our, our responsibility is to, you know, host two events a month. And if you're super busy, especially, you know, with exams, like you're, you're a student too, right? So that's definitely difficult. And I know you touched on time management, Jack, like, I think a lot of questions when it comes to applying to positions is like, what's the time, the time management mm -hmm. look like? Or like, can I, can I actually apply to this? Like how many hours a week am I doing? Like um, to answer that question, like either Christina or Jack, like how do you find balancing it with school? Yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely like the start is always tricky because you kind of have that like buffer period of you kind of get thrown into it and you're trying to make it all work. Um, but I find that just like, if you just like break it down, into like what you need to do and when you need to do it, it becomes much, much easier and you can just really fit it in just like in your schedule. I like to have very like visual calendars, like my Google calendar, or I use like Notion and I have like my weekly agenda of stuff that I got to do every day. And then I can just kind of like see that and go, okay, I can fit that in here and here and there and just kind of squeeze it into different parts. Um, yeah. And then once you like, once you get the hang of it, it's not too bad and you're really able to just kind of keep moving. I think it's nice that we're also kind of given dates when we should be thinking about something at least, mm. like how um, we have a certain date where we're supposed to plan our programming for the next month and put it in the calendar. So mm. like you have deadlines and people to help like keep you accountable, but also you have the flexibility to go and change things as you need. So it's like a timeline that helps you, but is not strict that like it restricts you. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, I guess that's the beauty of it, of like, kind of being able to kind of make your own schedule and like, but obviously there's, there's due dates, so there's structure, but like flexibility at the same time. So it is definitely nice. Like, you don't have to like, I guess you get to plan how you want to do it for the month or, or whatever. Um, and I think a lot of like, a lot of people on our team, they're super busy students. I find like they're usually in other clubs. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they obviously, you know, are doing school, maybe even jobs. I know a lot of our team people have part-time jobs. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you all, but I feel like me personally, like I always like the less time you have, the more you have to like prioritize, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. And obviously it's a struggle because like, don't get me wrong. When things get busy, like it's really hard to balance all of that. Um, but it's definitely a life skill, I think, knowing how to balance it. So, like, um, if you really are passionate about it and, like, want to be a part of the team, I think um, you'll be able to kind of um, balance your priorities. And obviously, being a student comes first. But um, 
yeah, it's definitely doable is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and honestly, I'd say it's worth it because like the amount of things I've learned, because university isn't just about learning from your academic classes, but also about the clubs and the things that you join. So like the things I've learned from Locus, I know will help me in later life. Like we had Renata who is, uh, she graduated um, and she's part of Locus, but the, um, I lost my train of thought. The, the job she has now is not really related to her degree too much, but she learned it from Locus with uh, all the skills that she learned. So I definitely think it's worth it, the time that you spend in clubs. Mm. For sure. Yeah. And okay. So for the people listening, you know, why should they join Locus? We have time to pitch to a person, like someone who mm. doesn't know about Locus or someone who does and like, they're really on the fence here. Why should people join Locus? We're going to go all around. We're going to give our pitches here. Jack, you're going to start us off because you're wow. a guest. <laughs> <Fun>. <laughs> yeah, um, it's really just a great time. I know I keep I keep going back to saying like, it's fun. It's a great time. It's a great experience. But it it really is. And you really feel like like a community. And I think a lot of people choose Laurier because the school really feels like a community. Um, and you really get that at Locus, everyone's friends, and you kind of make these friends and you know these friends for like the rest of your uni time. Um, and yeah, I, I, I don't really know how else I can elaborate on that. <laughs> yeah, it's really just, it's just fun. And uh, you meet people, get to know these people, and I'm kind of circling through the brief thing that I said. But uh, yeah, it's really just a nice little family. Agreed, agreed. I think you know, university is all about making connections, making relationships. Like you're not going to remember your bio quiz that you did, or, you know, obviously, hopefully you'll, you'll learn <laughs> actual content material. Obviously that's important. <laughs> Education is important, everyone. Um, but I think, you know, the connections and networking you make is really important and joining the Locust team, you will definitely have a lifelong connection with these people whether it be a good reference from our manager, um, a friend from the OCAs and the staff team. I think it's definitely a great way to get involved. And I'll pass it to you, Christina, for your pitch. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know uh, what else to add, but I'd say like the best thing about being part of the Locust team is just how fun it is. Because it's one of those things you're involved in that doesn't feel like a chore because you actually like doing it. You know, like I find it fun to record these podcasts, to go to events, to talk to people in the team. Um, so it's definitely not a chore, even if there are a lot of things to do, because it's fun. Mm -hmm. Don't we like things that are fun? We love yeah. fun things. I like having fun. Do you like having fun? I love having fun. <laughs> Yeah, no, I also think what I really love about Locus is like the fact that you can be really creative, like as an OCA, you can do a lot more than your role, sorry, the role that's on like the paper, right? You know, you got, there's like a job description that you're applying to, like, mm -hmm. you can do a lot more, like if you have an idea, our whole exec team, um, our management team is willing to listen to that, which I totally value so much, you can create your own initiatives, like the podcast didn't exist until this year, um, and like, you just kind of have that freedom. I feel like our, our team is just so supportive of that. So you can kind of really go crazy and like, kind of help, you know, get your ideas come to life, which is really amazing. Cause I think sometimes in other positions, you may not get the opportunity, 
Um, but you really have the chance to be creative. Yeah, mm-hmm. like as the years go on too, like we have more ability with technology. So, um, you know, we've done study sessions and then now that everything was online, we could do Zoom study sessions. Um, we can get people, like you can collaborate with other communities and also have guests come from resources from the school, like we can do wellness events. Um, and then with Twitch too, that was a thing that started up just last year. So we've been doing the Minecraft streams. Um, Let's tier stuff, like we've talked about cooking streams, like doing an in-person event, but also live streaming it. Like there are so many options and there's mm-hmm. room to be able to try all those things. Yeah, yeah. Like doing the Twitch was like, seemed like really cool my first year. And I was like, oh, like I definitely want to see if I could get into that. And it is, it, it is a lot of fun. And yeah, you both nailed it. Like having that creative freedom is so awesome. And you can really do a lot with it and pitch all the different ideas that you have. and kind of having that yeah just like that that space to be creative and just like try different things do you guys have a favorite uh experience or event that you've like either hosted or gone to that was kind of like different from others or even just in general like what was your favorite event i really liked our um oh sorry let me go off (laughs) no it's okay go ahead (laughs) I liked our, um, we did like a locus staff social where we uh, did a Netflix party and we watched Halloween Town. Um, that was a lot of fun. Just kind of hanging out, uh, even like where we're not on a call, it, there was still a lot of, a lot of like fun happening in the actual chat and just like watching a movie that I haven't watched in like 10 years or so. It was a lot of fun to just like hang out for a bit and just relax. Yeah, that was that was really fun. It's really funny because I haven't watched that movie in a long time too, Jack. And mm-hmm. I just remember seeing it, I was like, oh, I didn't realize how cringy it was. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm very like, I don't know, I feel like I cringe very easily in like movies and stuff. And I was watching, I was like, I was, it was very predictable. It was like nostalgic and the chat was going mm-hmm. off with like funny things. It was really it was really great. Um, great team bonding moment as well. Um, that reminded me of like our recent staff social. We guessed baby mm. photos. Um, that mm. was really fun because I'm really bad at that. Um, so mm. it's always fun to see like, you know, the baby photo and they're like, oh, they reveal the person. You're like, what? Um, or like, you're like, yeah, I got it. And it's like, it's in the eyes, you know? Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I think that's really fun in terms of like an event that like I've hosted or like I've been to. Um, last year when I was in OCA, I collaborated with Morgan L, who's the House Council Advisor this year. Um, we threw like a birthday bash and, you know, we a lot of students came out, which is really great. Um, it was virtual and it was kind of celebrating like if you missed a coat, if you, you know, during COVID, a lot of people missed birthdays. We were celebrating unbirthdays. You know, it didn't, it was just like a birthday party theme. Um, mm, and we just I played like a bunch that. of games. We had a dance party, like a virtual dance party. <laughs> like we just threw up a video and then everyone just got out of the chairs and started dancing together. Um, we sang, I think we sang happy birthday, like, and it was chaotic because it was on Zoom. Like, I don't know why, like, I don't know if it's, it's, if anyone else feels this, but like, you know, when it's your birthday and people start singing, you're like, you don't know what to do. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, you're like, yes. am I supposed to smile? <laughs> I would like clap. And then they go like, I don't know. It's, it was just really funny to me, um, the whole event. And 
it was, I feel like it was, it was pretty unique. It was fun. And obviously like we love giving away prizes. So we give away some prizes. Um, and I think the students really liked that. I like, think with the feedback, like they said, that was one of their favorites. So I was just really happy to kind of provide them with that, you know, that little birthday party that they may have missed um, during COVID. So that was definitely one of my favorites. Sounds like so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Getting ideas for events next semester. Oh yeah, oh Maybe? yeah, Christina. Christina. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Christina? My favorite event. Um, hmm. This year, I really liked the um, the collab we had with University of Waterloo, the game show event. Um, we had so that, fun. I think there's four different games. Um, I wasn't participating, like actually playing the games, but it was fun to just like be there, see people's answers. We did like a, are you smarter than a fifth grader who wants to be a millionaire? Um, forget the other ones, Ellen Game of Games. Mm. But yeah, we had participants from both schools and it was just so much fun to play like, like the friendly competition. I think also last year as an OCA, what my students really liked was arts and crafts nights. It was more like... Um, we would come on Zoom with some nice lo-fi tunes and then we'd all be doing our own thing. Like there was someone who had a t-shirt business, someone who's making gift baskets for someone at their work. So we just have our cameras on, mics unmuted, just talking as if we were hanging out in a room together. So they really liked, mm. so I liked it too. That's awesome. That's nice. Yeah. And I just realized, you know, like we are planning to be in person soon. And I guess mm -hmm. the incoming team, like if we're in person in um, fall 2022, like there'll be OCAs in person, which is really interesting because like, mm -hmm. I mean, I was a student when Locus was in person. So it's going to be very interesting, I guess, because all three of us were kind of virtual OCAs. Mm -hmm. So um, that's kind of interesting, I guess, to kind of compare that. Um, and it'll definitely be different. Um, but we will have kind of some um, info sessions if you want to kind of find out like what how it'd be like and we're kind of already in the process of transitioning and we had like mm -hmm. a in-person uh, movie night which was super cool um, recently um, some OCAs hosted that so honestly a lot of these events can be translated into in-person or virtual um, and the virtual components never going away which is really cool as well you know Twitch is still going to always be there um, Christine and I are always hosting virtual programming for students. So, you know, I think that's really cool. Um, I guess next in the upcoming years of, um, if say you're busy, uh, you're busy in one month, you could definitely host virtual programming for your community. Um, mm -hmm. and then have, you know, another in-person event and kind of have that hybrid, which I think is really nice. And it also gives you flexibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, it's very like interesting going back to uh, in person, uh, especially as someone who has not experienced Locus as an in person thing. So it'll be it'll be uh, pretty neat, pretty cool to see how that goes. I'm kind of glad it's happening at this point in our like university careers because we kind of get the best of both worlds. I know some people didn't like mm -hmm. virtual, but I enjoyed it. And then now, you know, this semester um, that's upcoming and next year we get to go back in person, so we get to kind of experience both. Mm. The best of both worlds, Hannah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Mix it all together. <laughs> what is what is something that you've learned from being an OCA or like that you've learned about yourself or the program? 
life lessons with locusts. <laughs> Funny you say life lessons because the first thing that came to my head was, oh, I love Canva. That's something I've learned because <laughs> we use Canva all the time for posters yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah. maybe not a life lesson, but oh, I love Canva. You know that meme that's like, graphic design is my passion. <laughs> <laughs> I love Canva. <laughs> oh, we love that. Yes, we, we stand Canva. Canva. We use Canva. Mm. And if you don't know how to use Canva, you learn how to use Canva. Don't worry, there's training. Um, <laughs> I love how you said that's the best thing you've learned because <laughs> I think that's great. And you learned a really good skill. <laughs> <laughs> Life lessons. Ooh. It's hard to like put that into words. I can I can go if you want to think about it. Jack. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say my life lesson. I know actually it's not really a life lesson. I, I guess this is too deep. You know, I was just thinking <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind when I thought like, what did you learn from being an OCA or, um, I guess like, the like being in a part of the program was like, just some, like you're not you don't need to know all the answers is like I know it's kind of weird it's like what like you're allowed to not know all the answers but you can find out and like learning is always encouraged so like I mean it's really funny like as an OCA most of us don't always know the answers I think most of us can agree that we are like searching up on the Lori website or Google googling things mm -hmm. and I think we're just better at googling things you know and it, that's okay that's okay to admit right like we just <laughs> are able to find the information well and point our students to a place so um you're allowed to not only all the answers but then you can learn a lot so I think like like as a leader and as a person I've grown a lot through this position you know um learning about myself my interests and then obviously learning from others and like just listening to like their life experience and like just like what they do like I think that's so like interesting um that kind of took a turn here but I don't know it's just like um you're allowed to not know the answers and learn along the way and being able to listen whether it be listening to like your students you know maybe they have a trouble and they just want someone to talk to or just being able to like listen to someone else in their story so yeah mm -hmm. like that yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. hundred percent. Um, I mentioned earlier, I have a question in my, in my, in my email inbox from one of my students. Um, and I definitely am going to be doing some searching and, and messaging different people asking for the answer. Um, yeah, I did think of one. Um, I'm a little sick today. So my brain's at like 80% speed. Um, I think a big thing that I learned is just like, take care of yourself. I mean, like university just gets so crazy. It's very easy to forget to just stop and take breaks and really take care of yourself. And like doing Locus and OCA, they really emphasize that. They really are like, you got to take care of yourself. You got to like put your health before everything else, like even before Locus. And it's, yeah, it's it's a really important lesson to learn in university. And I am I am quite glad that I've kind of got that unlocked. Yeah, that is so important. I think like you can't take care of others when you don't take care of yourself, right? Like mm -hmm. what do you have to give? You can't give anything if you don't have anything yourself, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, 
I don't know if you heard of like the bucket analogy. So like everyone has like a bucket mm-hmm. and you know, when you're like, I don't know, doing something nice for another person, you can like pour some water in someone else's bucket. But mm-hmm. when your own bucket is empty, you won't be able to give any, you know, give anything to someone else's bucket. So, you know, taking care of yourself, your own mental health, your own well-being, school, obviously mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're in university to get an education and, and learn things. Um, once you do that, you're able to pass that on to others, which I feel like is so valuable. But yeah, I think that's super important. I'm really glad that you kind of brought that up and were able to also experience that, Jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's really, yeah, it's just it's just so easy to get burnt out in university. And so it's really just, it's it's just so important just to keep like checking in with yourself and making sure you're doing good and taking like the right steps that you need. And mm-hmm. In addition to that, I think it's important to know, like, or remind yourself that as humans, we're social beings, right? So there's no shame in asking for help if you need it to. I guess that's a life lesson that I've learned from Locust too, because, you know, we can't always do everything alone. We can collaborate with other communities. You know, if we need support, we go to Jess, Mitch, or Mac, or whatever. So good to take care of yourself and also no shame in asking for help at all. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I literally remember from, like, last year, um, I was in a one-on-one with Mitch and we have like monthly one-on-ones with either the student coordinator or or Mitch, um, our manager. And I remember like, he always starts off with like, how are you, right? Everyone starts off with how are you? And everyone's like, you know, the default is like, oh, I'm doing good, whatever. I remember going into that one-on-one and being like, I'm not so great, Mitch. <laughs> and then I just, you know, we talked about it. We talked about how I was doing, you know, he mentioned like, how can I help you like, with your locus responsibilities? Because, you know, being a locus OCA is another responsibility on your list, but um, you definitely have support. And if you need to take a step back from being a locus OCA, like they understand, like the team's got your back. I think that's another thing to understand. Like our team has got your back. Um, if you need a break, if you need some help, they're willing to help you. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, keep that in mind for sure. Yeah. And at the end of the day, all the hard work is rewarding. Like it's all worth it. There's a fly in front of my face. (laughs) (laughs) It is so rewarding. I think like my favorite thing about being an OCA um, or just being a part of the local team is like seeing the students like, I don't know, have fun or like thrive. Like when I see them at events or even like, for example, our house council, when they plan events and they host it successfully, um, when students come out to these events that OCAs are hosting, like, and they're having fun and they're engaging, like that's such a fun thing to see. And Hopefully, I'm hoping like we're making a difference, right? By by just you know hosting these events and helping students kind of connect with campus resources. Um, I think it's really rewarding kind of seeing seeing that difference, even though it seems so small. But I think for me at least, I know like I looked up to my OCA and they made such a huge difference in my first year. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else we'd like to talk about? like we'd like to talk about about joining locus do it it's fun <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah okay we like fun things <laughs> we okay apparently we like fun things and i think a lot of people like fun things so that's really good um mm-hmm. so we always jack at the end of our episodes we always do like a last words of wisdom we ask our guests to summer either like summarize what talked about in the podcast or like leave like this like Mm. some advice that our our listeners can really you know 
just take to heart kind of thing. So what are your last words of wisdom? You know, take your time to like think about it or even just like summarize kind of what we talked about today. Like what is the last thing you want our, our listeners to to hear? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I'll just rehammer home. I've really been kind of hammering this home with my students and I uh, am a manager for Radio Laurier. So I have volunteers under me there and the same thing with that. Just like take care of yourself. Just make sure that you're doing good. Um, like I said, I'm a little sick today. So when we finish this, I'm going to make myself a tea and just sit and do nothing for a bit because <laughs> I'm a little <laughs> foggy. Um, but yeah, like just, yeah, just make sure that you're doing good. Check in with yourself, take the steps that you need. And if that means talking to a doctor about any help or talking to a therapist or even just talking to whoever your supervisor is in whatever club you're a part of. Just don't be afraid to ask for help if it's anything mental health or just health in general. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't really know how else I can say it, but just take care of yourself. Check in with yourself. Make sure you're doing good. Snaps. Snaps. Um, yes. For our listeners, we're doing snaps. We do that a lot here when anything says anything good, which is a lot, a lot of the times. Um, but snaps all around. And thank you so much, Jack, for joining us. We will also link our episode on Jack's podcast um, because we definitely want you to listen to Jack's podcast because it's really fun and amazing. We like fun things, so check it out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so if you have any questions about, you know, applying to be an OCA, um, make sure, you know, DM us on Locus Laurier or follow us as well. Um, there's more details in terms of applications. Our applications are going out and live at December 6th um, and they close in like January. So you have a bunch of time to, you know, apply and everything and think about it. Um, make sure, you know, you follow our, our YouTube, our, our podcast, wherever you listen to, whether it be Spotify, Apple Music. Um, and I think that's everything, Christina. Anything else you want to say? Um, I don't think so. I think you covered it. But yeah, join Locus. It's a great team. Mm -hmm. Join Locus. <laughs> join the best team. Um, and with that being said, we'll see you next time. And until then, stay golden, everyone. Bye. Bye.